Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Amal Farouk, the Shadow King, unveiled. The episode title, a huge spoiler alert, and your favorite Marvel couples. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> we're all ready. We're all like amped up for the song, and then Sorry. the song doesn't kick in. When you get the song to the point where it was queued up in the link that I sent you, please let's hear it then. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, the title of the episode, the song, all of it, huge spoiler alert, but welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined as always by... Amy Cassandra Martinez. Hello. Our pal Michael Shirley is on assignment, and I believe he is recruiting for the new Avengers. I think that's what he's out doing. Uh, but uh, he'll be back next week, and I believe our friend Carrie Lane will be back next week, too. So uh, we'll get the whole gang back together. But it's just you and me this week, and boys, there are a lot for us to talk about. Oh, um, so, as always, we have to let everybody know that the spoiler curtain has come down. We're going to talk about spoilers from the most recent episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which aired on Friday. So if you haven't seen it, I might have already ruined it for you. Um, we have kind of surprising and actually very disappointing for me. Uh, Ruby. Yes. Um, she uh, got ahead of herself. I'm sorry. That was a terrible joke. Uh, oh, thanks to okay. Yo-Yo. Oh, um, yes. But uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a chance. Maybe she'll still. I, I don't know. She looked pretty dead to me. Uh, things were not going well for her. Uh, when the Gravitonium was talking to her in her head. And, uh, the, you know, I think it was inevitable at that moment. I'm like, well, somebody's going to have to take that head off. Didn't know it was going to be Yo-Yo, but um, super disappointed because we didn't actually get the real fight between Quake and Ruby that I think we all wanted. Uh, what do you think, Amy? Do you feel like we got ripped off? Do I feel like we got ripped off? A little. Like in the in the respect of not getting that fight, like the little the little fight that they had, you could tell that was like setting us up for the mm-hmm, big fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think honestly, for this last episode, I just wanted more, more action, just more. And yeah. so we got it closer to the end, but I would have wanted it earlier, and I was okay with Ruby dying the way she did because I was like, yes. I Give mean, us something. It, it works for the story, but I, I just in the moment, I'm like, yeah. wow, that's pretty cool. Look at uh, look at Yo-Yo taking matters into her own hands again. Another bad and joke. So, I can't help myself. Wow. They just they, they just mm-hmm. come to me. But I just was like, it really made sense for the story. And she's like, she's like, I saved the world, basically, mm-hmm. which I'm 
gonna bet that the world hasn't been saved yet because there's still three more episodes this season. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I just really, I liked. I thought the character was really cool. Um, even though she was mean to Fitz and Simmons, I still wanted to see the fight between her and Quake. But like, Quake doesn't even use her powers. You know, Daisy's just like, nope, no powers. And then I'm like, so you're not even gonna try to fight her. Uh, so that was a letdown. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the chat. If you're watching live, go ahead and comment right now. If you're watching the archive version of this, just go ahead and leave it down below here on YouTube, or you can uh, tweet at me at Christian DMZ. If you're uh, listening on iTunes, Apple podcasts, apparently iTunes and Apple podcasts are the same thing, but you know, different. I, I thought you were going to say apple pie. Yeah. Apple pie is also the same. <laughs> I was like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. I don't know. Right. Exactly. No, apple speaking pie. Of apple pies. Yeah. Go, oh, speaking of apple pies are in the booth at Tony. Tony be Tony underscore, uh, and I know we're supposed to save Twitter for the end, but now I've already given two of them away. Uh, Anthony was having a man's lunch of uh, two McDonald's apple pies, and uh, but he was a good Samaritan and he shared one, not with me, but anyway, he shared it. So, uh, <laughs> Anthony, you don't, uh, you're not up on Agents of Shield, right? No, I just wanted to bring up the whole apple pie. You just wanted to talk about apple pie. Apple That's all right. We have some things to talk to you about uh, a little bit later in the show. But uh, I don't know. Let us know what you think. Uh, ZSB Lou in the chat, great to see you. Uh, says they ripped us off in the sense of Quake and Ruby having, you know, just just one big fight. Mm-hmm. It could have even, it would have worked in this episode. Mm-hmm. There was time for it. There was definitely time. I think that there were gaps of of time during the episode that they could have easily sque- squeezed something in there because it kind of dragged. Yeah, yeah, and I, it was like, did did they run out of money? Were they saving money in the budget for the season finale? I, you know, just we, what happened? Like, I think, I mean, so this was this last Friday. This coming Friday's episode's right around Infinity War time. Yeah, so maybe they it's the wanted, same day as Infinity War. This yes. next Friday's episode. Yeah, so maybe they were waiting to. I mean, maybe what we get, and look, maybe she's not dead, but she looked really dead. I mean, but, her head didn't roll off. So maybe the gravitonium is going to like fuse her head back and we're going to get an awesome fight next week. And then I'll come on here and be like, hey, I was wrong. We got our awesome fight. But right now, I feel ripped off. Let us know. Like ZSB Lou in the chat. Let us know if you feel ripped off too. I think in the Marvel Universe, no one's really dead until they're super, super dead. And then even then, just give they them come back. give them five years. You know? Jean Grey died forever at the end of the Dark Phoenix saga. And then five years later, there she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway... Um, so we have, that was sort of the big takeaway from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about Deke and his little crush, because that's not a main storyline, but it's been running through the last few episodes. Um, he's got it bad for Daisy, which I guess is probably pretty obvious from the first time they met. Mm-hmm. It's the idea. Amy knows what I'm talking about. You know, when you're in like elementary school, the girl you like, you're going to go ahead and pull her pigtails, but actually you really like her. You, this actually brings me to a funny little story that you guys might relate to, or ladies you might relate to. Fifth grade, this kid tripped me and I got a scab on my knee. What? And she liked me and I was like, you're a butt face. <laughs> I hope you said butt face. I like did. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you know. That's how you know. Yeah, and I don't know, I think it's cute. Um, um, <laughs> not that story, but the fact that uh, that Deke uh, likes Daisy so much. It's it's kind of funny because it, it, it creates some good moments for Mac and Coulson to kind of joke around and, 
you know, because he blurted it out when because we were unable to do the show mm-hmm. last week. Um, my son was sick. He's feeling much better now. But uh, for those of you who missed us last week, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Basically, Star Drew. I think he was the only one who asked, mm-hmm. but uh, he did ask. Fan. Yeah, so we appreciate that. Uh, Frozen Archer is saying they had their fight. Why did you want more? They didn't have a real fight. They had like, okay, so they had like a slap fight and we wanted a slugfest and we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, ZSP Lou, once again, Deke is whipped like an elementary school, middle school boy, LOL. Yeah, that's what I'm, exactly what I'm trying to say. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we're getting to see a lot. Uh, obviously, this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., almost at the end, they're really building. I think they're building to something big. And Coulson dying, huh? I, I, I still feel like it could happen. But there's some rumblings about someone who will make an appearance in the season finale. And that would be Robbie Reyes, the Ghost Rider. And that would tie into how Coulson is dying because mm-hmm. of the deal he made with the Ghost Rider at the end of season four. So uh, that would be great. Um, and ZSB Lou has this prediction. This is what he wants. This isn't a prediction. This is what he wants. This is his wish list. Okay. So in the season finale, he wants to see Robbie Reyes with a recovered lash behind him, along with Hellfire, Blizzard, and VJ Nadir, ready to save the day for whatever team needs him. So that's a lot of superpowered people, and that's uh, that's like a greatest hits list. And I think that would be very cool. But uh, we'll see if we get it. I really miss Robbie Reyes, and I liked, love Robbie Reyes. I really liked him and Daisy. Yeah, I thought that Sorry, they, they Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, love triangle. Sorry, Deke. Oh, but I think it's a little weird because Deke is Fitzsimmons like grandson. grandson. That's weird. I mean, it's weird, but I, I don't know. I mean, weirder things happen on uh, on comic books, right? <laughs> I mean, they do. But I still I'm a big fan of Robbie Reyes and I think that he added a lot to the plot, he added a lot to the character dynamics, and it would be great to have him back and keep him on longer. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know that they were they they trying to get their Ghost Rider spinoff show. I mean, it's hard it's hard to get these things off the ground, you know. So uh, don't save him, you know, don't keep him on the sure. bench. You got to have him back, and I hope he comes back at the end of the season. And you know, I I I feel like it would be very fitting if Phil Coulson dies, but I don't want him to die because I like him. You know, it's going to be good storytelling if he dies. Mm-hmm. But then next season, if there is a next season, I'll be like, mm, I kind of miss Coulson. Well, you know who else would miss Coulson? Daisy. May. Oh, my gosh. May after Can finally we ta- saying. So are, are you are you uh, team May Coulson? I mean, are M- Melinda Coulson. I'm trying to come up with like a good mm-hmm. um, I'm putting myself on the spot. Coulson and May. Kay. Coulson and May. Okay. <laughs> Molson, no, because that's Melinda and Colson. There you go. So Molson, that's uh, yeah. Please, Um, if you come up with a better uh, a better celebrity couple name than Molson, please put it in the chat or tweet it at us. Um, But uh, how do you feel? I mean, I think that that's that's kind of been obvious since last season for sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's always been little hints of it. Um, How do you feel that uh, that May finally told Colson about freaking time, girl? Right? Yes, I love them together. I think they're both very. Strong, powerful people, but sometimes they they put up a wall so they don't let anyone in. And yeah. I'm glad that Melinda, because we're home skillets like that, she finally told him how she felt. And yeah. it's about time. But now it's almost like she told him, so maybe now he's going to die. Uh, ABK88 has it. Felinda. 
That's it right there, Felinda. I don't know. I don't know if if that's already been come up with somewhere, and I just wasn't ready for it. Oh, Frozen Archer says Mason. See, so these are but both M A Y S O N. So we've got Felinda Mason. I guess I guess Molson is going to get down to the three position. So mine is definitely not the front runner. So neither's mine, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we're going to keep trying to to get them going. And you know, it's it's funny that we're talking about these couples on Agents of Shield because we're not going to get to it just yet. Mm-hmm. But a little later in the episode, we are going to talk about some of our favorite Marvel couples, and we'll see. Is there a couple from Agents of Shield that makes the list? Stay tuned. We will let you know. But uh, there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. So where where do you think this is going for the end of a se- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5? I think Coulson's going to die. I don't think Ruby's fully dead. So something's going to happen. Yo-Yo and Mac. I think Yo-Yo and Mac are are on some pretty hard times right now. Yeah. Yo-Yo has just been through so much. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she she keeps running with the bionic arms, even though she shouldn't. So I feel like there's going to be some real problems. Yeah. She just took them off. Yeah. Like, when she screamed, I... I didn't scream. I just felt her pain. Yeah. Um, But not literally. Not literally. (laughs) Because you still have arms. Nice. They're right here, guys. Last time I checked. Yes. And these are mine. Uh, (laughs) Daisy... You know, I'm I'm hoping that Deke does something else that makes him more helpful. He's going to save her life in some way. Okay, you know, See? I feel like I, he, like that. I feel like that's the only way that the uh, Daisy and Deke and you. Good luck coming up with that celebrity couple name, the Deke <laughs> Daisy. I'll let somebody else come up with it. The Deke Daisies. There's a rock band called Deekies. the Dead Daisies. The Deekies. <laughs> That's not great, but we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. We'll let everybody, you know. So we've got a lot of celebrity couple names to come up with, basically. Uh, anyway, I, I'm just interested to see how it all plays out. I think that the season is uh, finishing up strong. They're not running out of steam. Uh, I'm very critical of last season in the framework, but uh, I, I'm just I'm just saying me. The framework was honestly more exciting to me. Well, I loved the first half of the season. This, the part in space, but I, I, I still find them trying to prevent that it's kind of fascinating because, look, there's a chance that they might not actually prevent it. So we'll see what True. happens if they don't. Well, did you get the little peek of next week? I saw a little bit, but now I don't remember anything. I definitely saw it, but I just don't remember. But... Aliens are involved. Oh, yeah, of course. Just like involved. aliens. There's always aliens involved. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, let us know what you think of how Season 5 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is playing out, what your predictions are for the season, and uh, we will talk more about it next week because we still got a few more weeks to go. Uh, again, we weren't here last week, and so one thing that we didn't talk about in Legion was that we finally had revealed to us... Oh, that's super creepy every time they show it. The... Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> my, my son will do that. He'll chatter his teeth and I'll just be like, stop. <laughs> um, anyway, we have... Uh, they've revealed to us the image of Amal Farouk, who is the actual Shadow King. And uh, Anthony, when I was telling you that there were links to click on in the email, I forgot that there were also two Amal Farouk graphics. There's one that we see the actor who portrays him on the show, and uh, they did a great job casting uh, the actual Amal Farouk. Uh, the actor's name is Navid Neg- Negabon. Let's say Negab- Negabon. This is an H, so it's hard to... Uh, 
I, I could, it could be Nagahaban, you know, it could be That's anything. A cool name. Right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, and by the way, he's not just on Legion right now. He's currently filming Disney's remake of Aladdin, directed by Guy Ritchie. So, hey. yeah, uh, along with Will Smith, Naomi Scott, and some other people. So good for him. But anyway, he, as you can see for those watching on YouTube right now, thank you for getting that so quickly, Anthony. Uh, he is definitely the embodiment of the the comic book Shadow King, which we'll show when time permits. Um, and I think it's interesting. I have a familiarity with David the Legion character and definitely with the shadow King. Um, but I imagine it's a little hard to follow because it's yes. a little hard for my wife to follow. And I think part of it is it's a TV show and they like keeping, um, Aubrey Plaza around. She doesn't really need to be around because he, now that we've met, now that we've actually met him all Farouk, we've met the Shadow King. And there he is with the big, uh, scary purple monster behind oh, him. Like He's a little bigger. Uh, <laughs> a little bigger in the comics. But uh, I think they uh, did a great job in casting this actor. Real quick, I, I can't help but admit that he looks just like Kingpin from the Spider-Man animated yes, series. He, well, just, just looks like Kingpin. Yeah. It's interesting that he's in the all-white suit. And for those watching on YouTube, apparently he's possessed by Grimace from McDonald's to bring it all back to the apple pies. In any case, <laughs> I think that it was very cool, the, the, the sit-down that David had with Farouk. You know, at the, the basically like the Lucy from Peanuts, you know, the the advice counter. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, advice five cents. Um, so it's all hard to follow, I, I think. But as I've talked about on this show, the toughest thing about Legion is that it airs Tuesdays at 10 o'clock, 99 Central, whatever. But that's still late. And, you know, I have two kids. It's a show that comes on at 10, it's very hard to keep me awake. I can I, I can probably stay awake just through the Americans. But this show, it'll be quiet and it does really weird mind-bendy stuff. I have trouble staying awake. So I've started watching it during the day and it's a much better show during the day. Because you are you see it and you can actually take it in. It's like, this is beautiful. I love this show. Uh, there's so much happening. It's a little hard to follow. It is hard How to follow. How are you finding it to follow this season? Because you... Like, binged season one, dove right into season two. Yes, I am all caught up with everything that we're talking about. So, first of all, I feel fantastic, and I feel like I'm in the loop. You probably are exhausted from just watching so much TV. I am exhausted, but I'm just mostly confused with Legion. I I love it in, in just how beautiful it looks and how amazing these actors are. Yeah. But honestly, the plot, I'm like, what in the world? But they do tie up some things where they make it clear for the viewer. But there are still times where I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of cool ideas that are really presented in a visually interesting way. Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the show, usually my wife and I are like, all right, so what just happened? Like, what actually happened? Not what did somebody imagine they saw, you know, like the the little, like, slug slithering under the bed, you know, little things like that. You know, so what actually happened in the real world? And then so much stuff happens in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, was that a real world scene or was that a astral plane scene? And um, real world Marvel. <laughs> by the way, great idea, real world. And let's have a, let's also have a road rules Marvel too. Well, you know? you Look, I mean, wow! I'm surprised no one has done any of that online. 
Imagine uh, all our heroes just being drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can imagine Jessica. I can imagine. I can imagine Je- well, Jessica and Logan, both of whom have hey. some kind of healing factor, and so they both drink a lot because they can. Uh, I would like to see a drinking contest. That right there. I, I don't even need a, a show built around it. There we I go. just want to see like cases and cases. Well, Jessica doesn't really drink beer, so let's just have yeah. lots of liquor. Jessica on one end, Logan on the other, and just see who who actually walks away from the table. It'll probably take a probably take a week though for either of yeah. them, you know. In any case, um, let us know what you think about Legion, though. <laughs> uh, I do think that Dan Stevens, who plays David, is he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think I think everybody in the cast is good, but he really stands out because he's he's doing some really random stuff, you know. Um, my wife had fallen asleep during the season premiere enough so that she had to rewatch it, and she texted me. I, I forget where I was, and she's like Legion, and then the next line is. WTF? I'm like, well, wait, which part? And she's like, the dance-off. And I'm like, yeah, they do love dancing on this show. And I'm sure it's really fun to choreograph, but you're like, does there really need to be so much dancing? I like the little pockets of, what the heck is this? Okay, like, each scene, you just don't know what to expect, so they could be having a dance-off, they could have a bunch of people chattering, you know, in a room, like, these are the cool moments of the show. Yeah, no, it's it's very true. I, I think that uh, the 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 weird, creepy visuals are, are really the takeaway. I mean, from like scary monster version of the Shadow King from season I one, like him. the nightmare. Ver- you miss him. I miss him. You know, he'll probably come back. He'll be looking for hugs in season <laughs> two. Uh, we have uh, some theories. Uh, the aptly named in the chat Xavier Jones Jr. I don't believe John Sublime nor Mr. Sinister are the hidden villains during this season. I do, however, kind of believe that the actor John Hamm quite, mos- po- quite, quite possibly may be playing the role of a powerful personality of David's that was kept at bay from taking over David's psyche only by the Shadow King. Um, so I think that that theory comes from the fact that there is a lot of narration from a guy who sounds like John Hamm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that's John Hamm. And I say that because my wife worked on Mad Men and, uh, we know his voice and okay. I don't think that was it, but go ahead and look it up because okay. you might be right. Uh, he does sound a little different. He actually, he had some vocal surgery to prepare, uh, to repair something. And he's also the voice of, uh, you know, car company. So I, I hear his voice a lot. However, I think it would be uh, very interesting. Uh, Xavier goes on, not Professor Xavier. We have to remember David was missing for close to a year, and that could be more than enough time for a personality or personalities uh, to... 2017. What's that, 2017 narrator? Mm-hmm. What is this exactly? Is this... Le- did you look up... The John Hamm. You looked up John Hamm. Well, so there you go. So that is John Hamm. So we both sit here corrected because both of my wife and I were like, that sounds like John Hamm. But then my wife was like, well, that wouldn't be him. But I think it was because she's surprised. So that's a mm-hmm. great theory right there. I didn't mean to be so dismissive of it, Xavier Jones Jr. or Sr. Um, that would be interesting that that narration comes from a some sort of basically, you know, one of David's personalities. Because something that we haven't dealt with on the show is that David is so super powerful and he has these very distinct personalities, each of which have different powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting if we start to get more of that as this season goes along. Uh, anyway, uh, I love when people have theories uh, for all the shows that I do. This show or Star Trek Weekly, we get theories that I'm just like stuff that I hadn't thought about. And uh, the people in our chat very often are, are right. So uh I appreciate all that, and it'll be great because now it's something that when I watch tomorrow night's new episode, I'll be like, hey, it's John Hamm. 
and my wife will be asleep, so I'll have to poke, <laughs> I'll have to poke her and wake her up. But anyway, let us know your theories and uh, where you feel the show is going, and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I like that we've met the Shadow King, and then this idea that he has to be reunited with his body. I feel like future Sid is uh, not a real future Sid, and I think somebody's playing David. That's what I, I feel like the Shadow King is playing him and pretending to be future Sid. I might be wrong, but uh, that's my theory that I'm putting out there. And uh, um, let me know if yeah. you agree or disagree, Amy and everyone sure. else. You're yeah. like, why not? Why not? Yeah. I do, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this show is absolutely confusing to me. Yes, I, I definitely agree. It. Yeah, I appreciate its conf- confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before we uh, move on to our favorite Marvel couples, before we run out of time, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Friday's the big day. What big day? Uh, Infinity War. Oh, the small so little movie. So we're going to have to talk. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, little art house film that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a modest cast of people who yeah. all worked for scale because they believed in the <laughs> vision of the filmmaker. Uh, yeah, so Infinity War, we're going to have to talk a lot about it next week. And I know Michael won't have seen it because Michael doesn't go to the movies. Um, like, he just got Logan and he just watched Spider-Man Homecoming like two weeks ago. So he's, he's a little behind the curve, but uh, he's also... So he's also somebody that is just like whatever about spoilers. So he'll probably be interested in, in hearing that. But um, when are you seeing it, Amy? And let us know in the chat when you're going to see it. Right? Who's going Who's going Thursday at 7 o'clock, the first time you can see it? Who's going at midnight? Who's already been to an advanced screening? And if you have, I hate you. So you're about to hate me because you're gonna go. I'm going tomorrow at 7 for an advanced screening. So Tuesday at 7. Yes. And... Mm. Friday at my regular movie theater and Saturday IMAX. Wow. So you've got so, three between now and our next show. You're going to have seen it three I, times. Yes. Yeah, so I will have lots of thoughts. Also did want to say that tonight is or was, I think it's over by now, the red carpet for it here in LA. Yes. There was, uh, there were a lot of closures. I, I uh, do some <laughs> podcasts in uh, Beverly Hills on Monday and I uh, had to uh, go around some street closures you in know, Hollywood. You know. Who else had to go around street? I closures? bet it was you. No. Oh. <laughs> no, it was Chloe Bennett. She oh. was almost going to be late. Daisy. I love Ages Chloe Bennett. Shield. She's a great follow on Instagram. She she's is. never been on this show, and I don't think she's ever been on any Afterbus shows. So we're just we just like her. We she's do. a great follow, and she's very funny. She like she has pictures of her dogs and stuff, and, so and her friends on set. She was on her way to go to her house mm-hmm. to change to get ready for. The premiere, and she was right. like, "I don't want to be late because of the premiere because yeah. the closures and is making like, it late for her to get to her house." Well, that's great. But she got there, and she looked lovely. I I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, did she have on the quake the quake like bands? You'll have to follow her. Uh, I, I, mean, you, I mean, I do, but, her, but I'll have to I'll have to see. catch up. Yeah, yeah, on her Instagram I'm, stories. Yes. <laughs> In any case, um, so when are you seeing it? I am going to see it uh, Friday morning, uh, probably like around ten a.m. or so, because. Uh, you got to get the one kid off to school and then the other kid will be with the babysitter. And, uh, my wife's about to go back to work. It's her last day before she goes back to work on, you know, a week from tonight. So, uh, yeah, so we have a very romantic, uh, date morning. (laughs) We'll probably have lunch after, uh, or, you know, lunch might be the, the bottomless bucket of popcorn I get, you know, maybe, maybe I'll let her 
I don't know, have some some Swedish fish or something as well. Okay. Because it'll be very romantic. But anyway, yeah. uh, I can't see it without her. So I was like, great. Well, we're doing that on Friday morning. So uh, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, everybody let us know when you're seeing it. Uh, Anthony, I understand you are not excited for Infinity War. What? What's going on? I wanted to call you out because you are <laughs> not excited. Oh, yeah. Sure, go right ahead. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, as of this moment, my mood is don't really care. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to see where that mood is a week from tonight. If it's in the same place, uh, so be it. It's probably going to be exhausted from hearing all about it and like how great it was or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a good. It's going to be good. I'm just personally, I just, I'm not like psyched for it. I'm yeah. more psyched for a ghost story that's coming out with, with uh, Martin Freeman. Oh. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's supposed to be one of the great uh, one of the greatest uh, horror films coming out of the UK of uh, this year. So pretty pumped for that. I'll get a Marvel movie every year, you know. <laughs> you sometimes you get three in a year. I mean, if you yeah, count the exhausting. if you count the Fox movies, you know we've got we've got Deadpool coming out. Oh, next but month, I actually so. like those. Right. Oh, okay. I'm more excited for those. All right, fair enough. Well, we'll see. Let's just find out where Anthony's at a week from tonight, and. Uh, I, by the way, ABK88 says uh, about going to the movies with my wife, let her eat what she wants, LOL. Yes, of course, she, whatever <laughs> she wants to get, she can have. And it's, always bring chocolate, just in case. Oh, just in case? <laughs> my wife brings the big purse when we go to the movies because oh, you got to bring. She's not alone. Ah, see, I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. I do too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rooks Gambit says, I'm super hoping that Infinity War doesn't end in a cliffhanger, but also super expecting it will. Uh, let me tell you my expectation. I've talked about on the show how I think some of our favorite characters are going to die and mm-hmm. stay dead. Um, I feel like this is going to be like the Marvel Empire Strikes Back where it's just all this bad stuff happens and it ends. And there's going to be like one little glimmer of hope. And then you're going to sit around for a whole year and then you're going to be like, oh, man, how are they going to get out of that? You know, and it's going to take all the like phase four and phase five superheroes coming together and really like beating Thanos. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough sledding for a little while there after the end of Infinity War, because I think that Thanos is going to get the Infinity Gauntlet probably with like a half hour left in the movie and he's going to just really mess some stuff up and uh, it's going to be really bad at that point. Stardew says no one will die in part one. I disagree. I think people will die in the first five minutes. People will definitely die. I have read Thanos Quest and I've read Infinity Gauntlet, like the comic books. Yeah. The issues, all of those. And there are a lot of deaths, so I'm... I'm expecting deaths. I think yeah. a lot of us are. And yeah. we would be very disappointed if no one died. I mean, there'll be a part of me that'll be like, oh, good, more movies with them. But yeah, no. I, I just expect it. Okay, and uh, Rooks Gambit is saying, no, not a whole year before it comes out, but it's essentially a year before the next one comes out. And since I'm old, I will tell you, I remember having to wait the three years between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. All right. So, yeah, a year is not that bad. Three years is interminable. So, you know, I can speak a little bit to that with Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, but those movies only come out like a year. Oh, they're, it, were you talking it, about the books? No, not the books. The movies. Yeah, they but, weren't exactly a year. Oh, okay. Some felt longer. Some But you could longer. have read the books if you wanted to know I what happened. I could have, but I was already dedicated to the, the characters that were being portrayed on, like, in the yeah. movies. Wait, so. real quick, how, how long is this, or 
It's only going to be two main parts, right? To this one. To this, yes. Oh, okay. Part yeah. one, part two, no, no Starju, title. where are you coming from? He says that there's a part two, three, four. Come on. Well, like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there'll be more Avengers-like movies, but it'll be with different characters, right. I think. I think I think they have it all mapped out. Uh, and by the way, uh, because uh, Xavier Jones mentioned, uh, did you hear about the Eternals project and Nova they have planned? Yes, Xavier. I did hear about both of those. I was kind of waiting for a little bit more about the Eternals. Uh, they're kind of lesser known characters. They had a 12 part miniseries in the mid 80s that I remember reading. It's kind of the only time I remember reading them. Nova is kind of a cool character from the 70s that's come back a couple of times. I think that he's going to be perfect for sort of the universe that's going to include Captain Marvel and some of these other characters as well. I think we'll get a, more of a chance to talk about those in the future, but I am glad you mentioned them. Um, I'm sort of saving those topics for when we get a little bit more information because right now it's just hey did you hear there's going to be an Eternals movie and uh, I, I hope to know more uh, um, real quick I also yeah. have another question maybe you guys can uh, enlighten me but like so there's going to be move Mar- is there going to be Marvel movies coming out bef- like between the first part of Infinity yes. War and so in, how does that work then? Well, aren't they going to be under I, the whole I like, think war I guess Ant-Man is not in Infinity War from what I understand because his movie comes out like uh, not even two months. It's like a. It's like six weeks later. It's Ju- like Fourth of July ish, like whatever that is. Like July in our time. Not yeah, you know, in, okay. in real time, okay, it, okay. it comes out like two months later. Right. So I think Ant Man and the Wasp are off doing something else, and they're not involved wow. in Infinity War. But okay. uh, might be the second part. Yeah, well, I think that might happen, but I, I don't actually know for sure. I, hey, we won't know until we see all these movies, won't we? True. Anyway, uh, everybody let us know uh, your plans for Infinity War. And if you're watching this and it's after Thursday and you've already seen it, or if you're aiming it's after Tuesday, um, go ahead and let us know how you saw it, where you saw it, what you thought of it. And what shirt you wore. Oh, yeah, I know. This is going to be tough for me because uh, I'm going to probably wear like four shirts and I'll change during. You know, there's, there's one year... <laughs> Complete tangent. One year during the uh, MTV Video Music Awards, uh, Michael Stipe from REM, he's a singer of REM, he, uh, REM was nominated for 12 awards. So Michael Stipe wore 12 t-shirts, thinking he was going to win all of them. And uh, that's just a little kernel of why I don't like him. But anyway, it's not really a topic for this show. Uh, And then when he, you know, when he won at the end of the night, he had to take off like four of the shirts so that he could show them off. So anyway, I'm going to basically pull a Michael Stipe and I'm going to wear 12 shirts to the movie. And uh, you should wear 18. I don't have the movies. I don't have 18 shirts. You know, I probably do actually. Anyway. Um, in any case, uh, let us know. <laughs> anyway, so now for the fun topic in the last like 10, 12 minutes that we have here, uh, I thought it would be fun because, you know, we were talking about some of the relationships on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wanted to talk about our favorite Marvel couples and we'll signify which version of it we've picked. Um, we have, they can be from the movies and I know this is Marvel TV weekly, but also from the comics, but we will definitely talk about some TV couples. Um, I feel as though it's only polite if I say ladies first. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Amy, they're not really in an order, but if you want, if you have them ranked in an order, go ahead. Uh, but just give us one of your couples. So I have to say that this decision was not made easily because there are a lot of amazing couples in the Marvel universe. But my first one, in no particular order, is Fitz and Simmons. I'm glad you chose them. They were my honorable mention. Which is absolutely crazy to me. 
that they were your honorable mention. But it's just how much I like the uh, other couples more. <laughs> there they are. Yes. I want to say it was season three. And when they end up at the bottom of the ocean? Yes. Yes. No. 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 Framework it, and a little bit. That no, season four that, was a framework. Before that. A lot and, of terrible things have happened to Fitz and Simmons, so it's hard to keep track. Sure. Yeah. But three and four were the ones where I was like, this is what I wanted. And I wanted to see Oh, them. what about when she like went off into that's space? That's what I'm yes. saying. Yes. So that's season yes. three. Yeah, yeah. That, but it, even a little bit of Ada, that whole situation. Ugh, don't. <laughs> You're a big fan of Ada, I Huge know. fan of Ada. Huge Love her. Fan. Can't wait till she comes back. Well, I mean, I'm not that big of a fan that I'd want her to come <laughs> back. No. But definitely them. Do you want me to say my second? No, no, no. Um, just one just one, so you talk about that. And, and I'll just say okay. how much I like them. Uh, you know, I do like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the show. I'm a little critical of some storylines that they've had and things. But the constant, I've always liked Fitz and Simmons. I, and I mean as individual characters, but also mm-hmm. as sort of the, the team. And just, uh, look, I don't ship a lot. But when <laughs> I do, it's Fitz and Simmons. And uh, I, it, look, if there could only be one couple on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I want it to be them. Love mm-hmm. Mac and Yo-Yo. And... Fulson, uh, I just Fulin- made that up. I know, Felinda, uh, whatever the Fulson possible. Is the same person. I got I, you. Okay, yeah, you got me. Anyway, uh, so uh, that's that's why. I, yeah, so that that's my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. That's your uh, number three. Um, so for me, these are not ranked in any order because for me they're kind of all number one. Um, I am going to go with Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. From the movies. Now, yeah. uh, from the comics, I'm actually a Peter and MJ guy uh, because I read when they got married and I, I don't know, I was very excited for them, you know, that they finally found each other. Uh, but the Gwen Stacy story is so tragic. And look, there's a lot of things that people don't like about the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies. Um, and the thing that I don't understand anybody having a problem with was anytime the two of them were together on screen, mm-hmm. those movies are great because of those scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, y- you can talk all you want about Jamie Foxx's Electro and uh. you know, there's a lot of things that you're wrong about. I mean, that you're not wrong about, but the two of them on screen together, even in the second one, even when she, you see her, she shows up. In the outfit that you know she dies in in the comics. And you're just like, oh, but maybe not. I saw that movie with my sister-in-law. She had no idea that Gwen Stacy was going to die. And you didn't either when you I saw it, Amy? Not. And when uh, my sister-in-law saw it, there it was like very audible. Like, <gasps> like really loud. She did not expect that. And that, uh, yeah. that scene would definitely not have been as powerful had they not had that very strong chemistry. And obviously they were together at the time. Yes, the, in so. real life they were actually together. <laughs> but it's heartbreaking that I, they're no longer together. Like, well, you know what? Their their relationship died the way that the, phys- the fictional character did. I gotta say, I I really enjoyed that specific scene of that movie. So you're saying you liked when she died. I love that Anthony, scene. you're a terrible person. I love right? that. That made me cry. I was Oh, so- okay. Yes. So I thought you were saying it because you were glad she died. That's no, actually what I... It was, it, that was, uh, that's like... If it's, there's one saving grace about the whole franchise with Andrew Garfield of being said Spider-Man, it's the death scene of... Uh, I, I de- the Gwen Stacy death scene it's is heartbreaking it's and it's so well done. The wet hand that comes out, oh my god! And Jeez. I oh, knew stop. exactly what was happening, and it still got me. Uh, uh, I didn't gasp audibly like uh, Brittany, my sister-in-law, but oh, her neck just snaps back and hits the ground. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, that's the that's from the comics. That's the tragedy. Uh, so is that great. the Green Goblin in in the comics doesn't kill her? 
he kills her trying to save her. And that's something that kind of got glossed over because I think it's just way too dark. It is you know? dark. It's it's just like, oh, you know, if you'd let her fall, there might have been a chance because she would have fallen in the water. That's not in the movie. That's in the comics. In uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 121. That's on my read list for you. I meant to bring okay. that in for you, Aww. but uh, I forgot. Whatever. That's and, cool. I don't read anything either. Uh, I told you to read the Dark <laughs> Phoenix Saga and you haven't. All right. So uh, as soon as you read fair, it, I'll give fair, you more. Fair enough. I'll yeah. simmer down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't want to run out of time uh, and I could talk about this couple forever. Uh, Amy, what's your next couple? I'm going to go with, it depends. Um, it depends on who he has. Uh, there we up. go. Pepper Potts and Iron Man. I think that they are, a good, they are a good couple. I think that she is the only person that Tony Stark could actually even consider settling down with. Well, She's yeah. the only person who just gets him in the right way mm-hmm. and can actually talk to him in the way he needs to be talked to. The end of Spider-Man Homecoming. He proposes, and it's very sweet. And yeah, but like he it. only proposes because uh, Pete didn't want to be the Iron Spider and move into the new I Avengers know. mansion. Okay, I'm going to look over that. <laughs> but I recently was doing a rewatch of all 18 Good uh, for you. Movies. I wish I had the time for that. <sighs> but, yeah, it just made me realize that Pepper and Tony, they're just so... I think people don't give Pepper enough credit, and I, I give her credit, so... Uh, I think that they're they're a great couple, and I believe they're a couple in the comics now, but I admit fully that I don't actually read uh, very closely anymore. But a couple that is now together in the comics and are engaged and are getting married, and I've talked about them already on this show, and we've used this picture before, but here we are again. Kitty Pride and Colossus. Uh, they meet at a time where uh, apparently in comics it was okay for a 13 and a half year old to be dating a 19 year old. Uh, not something that you'd get now. Um, I don't know. Look, I was a kid. I was reading it and I just thought they were really cute together. I liked them together and she just loved him so much. And I'm glad that now as adults, they still find each other and they're going to end up together. That is, I don't buy a lot of new comics. When that comes out, I'm I am there. I can't wait to. I, you know what? I might even cry that day. Aww. You know, I, I, I'll imagine myself walking walking Kitty down the aisle because I feel like I'm giving her away Aww. to uh, to a good man, Colossus, whom we all love in Deadpool. Anyway, wait, uh, can I play along? I think I have a third. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, Rogue. And Gambit. Rogue and Gambit are a great couple uh, that we get to see. You get to see a little bit of that on the animated series. Yeah, specifically from the animated series. Yeah. Where I saw it. They were uh, definitely, you know, they dealt with it a lot more in the comics. Uh, I have an old issue with Gambit from the comics that we don't have time to get into now, but uh, I do. I did like that couple. I do think that they were good together. It's hard for, of course, for Rogue to be with anybody. So the fact that uh, she found uh, Remy LeBeau, I think, uh, I was very happy for her because you felt like there weren't a lot of things in Rogue's life that made her happy. Uh, your, I guess, this is your number one, right? Well, they're, they're not particular. Because mine are all number one. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I like them all. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Oh. Well, then how do you feel about Claire, Claire getting in the way and messing it all up? She doesn't get in the way. I want, here's the thing, I want Claire to be happy. And whoever she is happy. Up, I know, but she was with Matt as well and mm. with Luke. So, like, she can, but then Matt was with Electra. But I don't know. I just, 
the fact and that's with that Karen too. So Matt, oh, see, Matt Matt's gets a bit of a playboy. Around. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Everyone gets around that. That's true. I that mean, that by the way, that Netflix universe. I mean, uh, Luke Cage has been with like everybody. I'm surprised yeah, he hasn't been with Colleen Wing well. yet. Maybe he hey, will. Well, I'm just uh, saying. What? Uh, no. But the fact that they're both so insanely strong, obviously, yeah. if you've seen the Marvel shows, you know how they, they break things. The they do rock the bed. Uh, and, I you know, there was that. a point, I know it's a different universe, but there was a point in DC Comics where Superman and Wonder Woman were together. And you're just like, well, yeah, that makes sense because they're both super strong. Yeah. You know, Superman with Lois Lane, there's a very hilarious no, monologue. Oh. There's a hilarious monologue in Mallrats about that that I won't get into because it's inappropriate. But... Um, you know, it makes sense that uh, you know it's not like he it's not like he was married to Lois and then he stepped out on her. They, he actually like started dating Diana anyway. So that's what you get, and I agree that I do like the pairing of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. But because they each have their own show, they're not gonna they're just not gonna be able to be together long term. Well, but in the comics. Yes. They have a child together. Yes. Correct? Yes. So I like that even more because I know what they look like in our world here. And because you love love. That's what everybody can say that's about it. Amy. That's true. Um, my other number one, my my one A, B, and C are Hawkeye and Mockingbird. Now, Mockingbird, you will know Amy as Bobby from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is Mockingbird. They decided not to have Hawkeye married to Mockingbird in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What? So the Good character did not go to waste. So I loved when she was on Agents of Shield, and then they were going to do the most wanted show yes. with, with with the two of them, and then it, it didn't go off the ground, and then that actress ended up on the Orville. Mm-hmm. The, so we don't get Bobby anymore, which is kind of disappointing. But this is a this is a couple that I really liked, and it's why I liked the West Coast Avengers more than the OG Avengers. Uh, Hawkeye and Mockingbird, they're just a they're a great couple. They end up divorced like most Marvel couples I think uh, Reed Richards and Sue Simmons even get divorced Sue Simmons yeah Sue Simmons uh, I they they uh, actually get divorced too everybody gets divorced That's I think sad. yeah exactly and, and Ivan Solo says I miss Bobby and Hunter on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And by the way, Ivan also says, your reactions are adorable to all the couples where it's like, yay, and no. It's like a romantic comedy. <laughs> I know, exactly. But a little dramatic. And yes, you're right, Ivan, that the Orville is so funny that it's hard to be mad that that's the reason why, mm-hmm. you know. I'm happy um, for her. Uh, Rook's Gambit points out that David and Sid on Legion, it's a lot like Rogan Gambit because Sid doesn't want to touch anybody, but because he's such a powerful mental you know, telepath, he's able to, you know, he, well, they're able to get it on. It's the classy way to put that, right? You yeah. know, I, I did want to say that uh, they're not in an actual relationship, but they're very close friends. Matt and Foggy were one oh, of my honorable I mean, they're, they're, they have a different kind of love. Yes. But uh, I love Matt and Foggy. They're and, so great together. Yeah, and uh, that that's a couple we need to get back together sometime soon, yeah. I guess, Daredevil Season 3. Anyway, uh, that was – let us know. We're, we're getting some uh, great suggestions in the chat, and you can leave them after the show. Uh, if you're watching the archive version or if you're just listening uh, to the iTunes, Apple podcast version, just go ahead and leave the comments. You can tweet them at us. And uh, we, that was a fun conversation. Uh, we will be back next week, and we'll read through some of your favorite Marvel couples if you want to send them to us. And you can send those to me at ChristianDMZ. And Amy, where do people find you? 
on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And I did want to say thank you so much for tuning in and joining us because you have plenty of choices for your entertainment and you chose us. And Amy, they can also find you over on the Popcorn Talk Network on Pop- Marvel Movie News. Yes, there's there are a lot of shows that I currently do, but as far as Marvel, yes, it's Marvel. It's two Kingdom. Marvel shows, yeah, yes. exactly. And, and t- tomorrow we are going on later than usual. Oh, right, because you have to go see the movie. They're, they're going to see it. Oh, they're going to see it. Anyway. All right. Well, and then sometimes you show up on the Legion panel. So you're all over Marvel TV, and we're lucky to have you. And we will be back here at the same time next Monday. After that, after next Monday, we're going to start doing the show Sundays at 10 Pacific. So uh, get ready for that. But we'll be back next Monday. Thanks so much, everybody. And until then, Excelsior! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. Only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.